Bitcoin's little change this morning, but stocks are down pretty sizably, so it does seem a little risk off, especially when you include the dollar up 60 bips and rates higher too, causing a little bit of problems once again around some hawkish language. Let's bring in Lizanne Saunders, Chief Investment Strategist at Schwab's Center for Financial Research. Good morning, Lizanne. Good morning, Oliver. How are you? I'm doing pretty good watching a market here that's kind of going back to its old ways this morning. Rates up, dollar up, stocks down. What do you think about this uh, pretty optimistic rip that we had over the last week on all these inflation prints? Well, the one thing that's interesting is, yeah, CPI was better than expected, but it didn't really change the perspective of uh, Fed policy, because even in advance of CPI, the market was leaning more toward 50 than 75, and that was reinforced. And what you've seen more recently is that yet again, like was the case back in August when Powell had to come out and give his very short but maybe not so sweet Jackson Hole speech to push back against the narrative, the pivot narrative that was embedded in the rally from mid-June to mid-August. Yesterday, you had a few Fed speakers out there. There's more today pushing back on this notion that a pause is something coming imminently. And so I think it's still this push and pull in terms of, of what the Fed is directly or indirectly suggesting is going to happen with monetary policy. And I, I think a, a pause is not imminent. And the market had a lot of gains and now there's some profit taking. The FTX news continues to get worse. That's not helping either. Mm. What do you think that uh, impact is to take that sidetrack for a second to the crypto world? Uh, it's not just, you know, prices selling off. This is like structural implosion of an exchange, the third one. Uh, how does that affect potential sentiment? or anything else? Yeah, I think through the psychological channels is probably where you'll, where you'll see it more near term and maybe more acutely. I, you know, I, I don't have any additional color than anybody else does on counterparty risk and the ripple effects from, from here, other than knowing that a lot of the risk was probably concentrated outside the traditional financial system. But, you know, the gentleman that was brought in and installed in to oversee the, the bankruptcy was also heavily involved in the same capacity capacity or a similar capacity with Enron and just came out, I think, today and said he's never seen anything as egregious as this. So it's hard to think that um, this has all been, uh, you know, ring fenced and that there's not going to be some additional contagion. Uh, but what that is, I mean, that's that's the thing about these markets is they're not terribly transparent. So mm-hmm. we're all kind of <laughs> here waiting to see what uh, what and if the next shoe uh, to drop is. Yeah, good point. Uh, it seems like it's uh, too early to say it's done, but unclear where exactly uh, it'll hit. Uh, but uh, it seems like ripple effects make a lot of logical sense. Now, in stocks, uh, it's interesting because the last month is we've had this kind of firming of the market. It took the CPI uh, surprise to get the high beta tech stuff up. But the last three to four weeks, we had quite a bit of strength in some of the other areas of the market. Equal weight, uh, S&P doing pretty well. Dow doing pretty well. Uh, Is that something that could uh, navigate uh, even a uh, consistently aggressive Fed? Or uh, does that hawkish pushback still kind of uh, damn the market overall? 
So I think there's uh, some validity in what we saw with equal weight outperforming cap weight, um, active management living on a more level playing field than uh, has been the case in the past relative to passive. And I, I do think that that persists for the most part into 2023. And I think that does breed opportunities for investors. Uh, as you know, we've been focusing much more on factor-based investing than either sector-based or style index-based. Where I would more sort of fade the, the rally or components of the rally was where they went way down the quality spectrum, back into things like the meme stocks and heavily shorted stocks, those spec areas that had been dominant, you know, a year, a year and a half ago. And I just don't think we're at the point in the cycle where that low quality trade is reflecting a coming significant pickup in economic growth. So I, I think there are parts of the rally that you wanna take profits uh, in down the quality spectrum, assuming you're in them. But I think this, this sort of leadership shift from call it big tech um, generically that has helped cap weighted indexes significantly in for many years, I think that shift toward equal weight, toward active management doing well, I, I think that has legs. Okay, and uh, so far it seems like uh, the evidence is there. We'll see if it uh, can keep it going. Uh, what about the uh, just degree and the speed with which we moved here? I was looking on your Twitter at the uh, moving averages. Kind of looks like we got in some pretty lofty territory here pretty quick. And that, uh, again, is similar to what happened back in August when, in fact, in August, when you hit the, the highs at that point in, uh, in the rally that it started in mid-June, there was a lot of hope because we had a couple of so-called breadth thrusts and the, the Zweig breadth thrust, which is probably one of the more common ones that uh, technicians and the like look at was actually created by my first boss in this business, uh, Marty Zweig. But it was within a couple of days that the rally failed up against uh, the fact that the S&P had not taken out uh, or the 200 day moving average was uh, still on a on a downslope. And, uh, you know, re interestingly, the recent low in the market, which breached the June low actually looked better from a breadth perspective. You didn't have as large a percentage of stocks that were hitting new lows. So that was a positive divergence. We'll have to see whether under the surface, if we're in another pullback phase, whether you maintain some healthier breadth. And that's the kind of thing you like to see and generally see when you're getting in the latter stages of a, of a bear market where mm. the indexes might retest lows, but under the surface, you're not seeing as much carnage. So I'd continue to look for that as a sign that uh, maybe we're toward the end of this bottoming process. And notice I don't say the bottom. Yeah, okay. Yeah, a bottoming process. Uh, now, Lizanne, as far as earnings go, what role do they play going forward as, uh, apart from a few kind of lingering names, NVIDIA, Walmart this week, uh, we're done with the quarter. What do you think? Uh, is it sufficient um, to uh, surprise uh, based on the recession talk, or does it just mean that there is deterioration more obvious coming? 
I think that there's more deterioration coming. Yes, uh, when all said and done, the earnings for the third quarter were better than expected, up about four percent. But that's because the bar was lowered significantly, and analysts ultimately had to move up a little bit. But the bar had been lowered from 11 or 12 percent back in June, expectation for year-over-year growth, to almost no growth as we headed into the quarter. And keep in mind that X the energy sector year-over-year change in earnings, S&P earnings was negative yet again. That's the third quarter in a row. That's the expectation for the fourth quarter. And estimates do continue to come down for Q4 and Q1 and Q2 next year. I just think the path of least resistance is still lower. I don't think analysts have quite reflected the the macro backdrop sufficient enough in in lowering those earnings estimates. So I, I think that's still a risk ahead of us for the market. All right. Great stuff, Lizanne. Thanks, as always, for the catch-up. Helpful. Appreciate it. Good to see you. Good to see you, too. Lizanne Saunders, Chief Investment Strategist at Schwab's Center for Financial Research, with some of the evidence here that that bottoming process perhaps is in the later stages. Not the bottom, necessarily.